Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it, as we always do. It's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast, Monday Morning uh, Discipleship. And always, we try to give you something to supplement uh, what you may have heard on Sunday. So let's get into another series. We just came out of a series on Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 9. If you missed any of that, we encourage you. Uh, to go back and check out uh, any of those particular podcast episodes. We believe they'll be a blessing to you. And we dealt a lot with um, sowing and reaping. So, so again, we won't rehash that right here. We encourage you uh, to go back and check out uh, those episodes. I think they'll be blessed. They'll be a blessing to you rather. Um, let's get into another series. Let's get into another series. I, I told you at the end of that last series, as I, as I usually tell you when I don't know what God going to do, I, I tell you that we're going to land wherever God tells us to land. And so uh, he's taking me to another passage of scripture. And uh, our series title is going to be Putting On Your Armor. So we're going to talk about that in the coming weeks, putting on your armor. So obviously, when we think about putting on our armor. Uh, we go to Ephesians chapter six, starting at verse 10. And that talks about the whole armor of God. And so, um, as always, when we do these series, I'm going to, I'm going to share the scripture with you and we're going to kind of touch on a couple of things. This is kind of our jumping off point. And then as we go further, we'll get deeper and deeper into all of the things that, that, that go into putting on this armor, um, all of these different things that are outlined here, but we'll go into that, but let me read the scripture, uh, very quickly, the whole armor of God. And so let's look at Ephesians chapter six, uh, starting at verse 10, we're going to end at verse 17, New King James Version. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having gird your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, above all, rather, taking the shield of faith with uh, uh, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Let's read New Living Translation as we always do, as is our custom here on the podcast. New Living Translation says it like this. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of, uns of, of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword 
of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 17, New King James Version and New Living Translation. And so in the coming weeks, we're going to talk about putting on your armor. What does it mean to put on your armor? What does that really mean? What does that entail? And how do we put on our armor as disciples of Christ? So, so we're going to talk about this in general right now for probably the next 10 minutes or so. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll really, really, really go forward on next week. And that's kind of how we always do when we do the series. We kind of give you an overview to start off and then we get a little deeper as we go on. But this whole armor of God business, this this putting on the armor of God. And we've heard this. You know, if you've been in church any type in, in any amount of time, they always tell you, put on the armor of God, put on the whole armor of God. And, and so um, it's powerful scripture. And uh, one of the things that we always have to I do want to do want to make sure that I explain this right off the bat here. When we talk about this armor of God. When you're putting on armor, you're putting on protection and you're not putting on protection for just any old thing. You're putting on protection because you are. Again, not I want you to hear me good. You're not preparing for what might happen. You're preparing for what's going to happen. You are anticipating a battle with the enemy. It's not a, it's not a matter of if it's a matter it's a matter of when. You can't give your life to Christ. You can't call yourself as we talk about Monday morning discipleship. You can't call yourself a disciple of Christ and think that the devil will not come and see you. Now, again, we, we think about this all the time. We, I've heard people say it before. You've probably heard people say it before. Oh, as soon as I try to get my life right, here come the devil. Here come the devil. As soon as I'm trying to get myself on the straight and narrow, here comes the devil. I want you to know that he's always been there. He's always been there. He didn't show up when you got saved. The difference between now and then is that Back then, when you wasn't saved, he was your riding buddy, right? You you let him in the car, like you, y'all ran together. So so you, you you didn't really see him as a problem because when he was there, you were like, cool, let's let's do this, let's do that. But now that you've changed, now that 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 you've become this new creature, you got a new set of friends. Now you're saying, okay, I'm not hanging out with the devil anymore. I'm hanging, I'm more hanging with Jesus now, and I'm trying to do this thing over here. But he don't want to let you go. It's not going to be simple. So so this whole armor of God thing, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when the devil is coming. And let me let me explain it a little bit further here uh, before before I touch on some of these these verses here. And I, like I said, I'm kind of giving an overview today. Um, let, let me explain it like this. And and and, and a lot and, and a lot of the cases here and, and we're going to talk about this as we go through. Part of the, the, the devil attacking you, part of him doing what he's doing as you're trying to get yourself together is to discourage you and not just cause you to doubt God, but to cause you to surrender. So what I mean when I say surrender, what he really wants you to do is to kind of throw up your hands and say, you know what? I can't do this. What he really wants you to do is give in and say, Man, I can't live like this anymore. I may as well just let go and just do like I've been doing. Yeah, I'm OK with God and I know a little bit about God and I know a few Bible verses and things like that. That That's enough. That's enough. I can't beat him. I can't beat him. So I'm just going to live my life. And by the way, when I live my life, them people can't judge me up at that church. 
Them people can't judge me over there wherever I go to get the word. Them people can't judge me. I'm just going to give up. Now, that's really what the devil wants you to do. And I'll explain it like this. Now, I'm not casting any aspersions here. I'm not trying to make any statements. Again, I tell you all the time uh, when it comes to political statements, that's what Wisdom Wednesday is for. But I'll say this. We saw a situation in Afghanistan where a government fell. They were taken over and not a single shot was fired. So they just walked in and they just took over. There was no shots fired. There was no battle. There was no nothing. They just laid down and surrendered. And so that's really what the devil wants you to do. When you said, man, I need to commit myself to the word. I need to get my life together. I need to study more. I, I need to be at church. I need to stop pretending that, that going to church don't matter. It does matter. I feel better when I go to church. I feel better when I read my Bible and I study and I hear the word. So let me do this. The devil wants you to surrender without a fight. So then he'll put doubt in your head. He'll say, hey, they'll never receive you. They'll never accept you. They, they know who you used to be. They, they never going to let that go. And the devil will, will cause you to not give people a chance. And he'll tell you that you're not giving them a chance because they ain't going to give you a chance. Now, let me be clear. This is commentary here. Let me be clear. There's some folks in the church that ain't going to never give you a chance. There's some people in the church that are never going to forget what you used to be. Listen, if the Lord lets me live uh, by the end of next month, as a now say, I always have to make this distinction. I will be a licensed preacher for eight years. Now, people who've known me, they say, oh, you've been preaching forever, but you just got your license, you know. So if the Lord lets me live, I'll be a licensed preacher eight years in at the end of next month. And there are people who didn't believe it when I announced the calling. They didn't believe it when I preached my first sermon. They didn't believe it when I preached my 100th sermon. They still don't believe it right now. I got books and podcasts and ordination and other things in the pipeline. I got plenty of stuff going on that prove that I'm in this for real. As my mama said at my ordination, I never will forget. My mama said uh, she stood up at my ordination and, and they gave us some words. And mama said, he's for real. She said this, right? I, I never will forget it. She said, I, I had to tell his siblings. She said, because they thought he was just doing something. She said, I told him, your brother is for real. He is the real deal. God has called him to preach. So anyway, I'm saying all that to say that the devil will cause you to doubt it. And the devil will cause you to pull back on what you're trying to do because he'll say, those people are never going to give you a chance. They are never going to forget what you used to be. And what he does is by telling you that they won't give you a chance. He causes you to not give them a chance because there are some people that are going to say, I remember what you used to be, but I thank God that he came into your life. Most of those people recognize that they ain't what they used to be. And they said he changed me so he can do the same for you. Now, and I promise you all this is in line with what we're talking about. When we talk about putting on this armor, I, I'm, I've said this to you all already. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when the enemy is coming after you. He's going to attack you. He's going to attack your mind. He's going to attack you, as we see in this text, spiritually. He's going to attack you supernaturally. He's going to attack you in your flesh. He's going to attack your habits and appetites. As I talked about in my book, Where's My Change? I said we're creatures of habits and appetite. And many times we can't change our life because we won't change our habits and our appetites. 
He's going to attack you in those ways. He's coming. You need some protection. This is what this whole armor of God is about. It is protection because the attack is on the way. If it has not started for you already, it's on the way. Look at what it says here again. Let me, let me go back to this. I'm going to touch on it again for the next few minutes. Then we we'll get out of here on today. He says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all of the strategies of the devil. That's the New Living Translation. Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 and 11. He says, put on, you'll be able to stand firm rather against all the strategies of the devil. Now, I just gave you one strategy as we go through this series. We'll talk about more strategies of the devil. But I just told you right there. That the devil will cause you to doubt if you can really walk this walk. The devil will make you believe that you're not good enough. I want you to hear me, y'all. The devil will make you believe that you are not good enough for God to care about. I want you to know this is where grace and mercy comes in. Nobody is perfect, and yet God still loves our imperfect selves. So we can't allow the devil to make us think, oh, you've done so much that God couldn't possibly love you. Absolutely, he can. Absolutely, he can. He's got blessings. He's got favor for you. He's got eternal life for you. It don't matter how you were living. All of us was living some kind of way when he found us. And some of us still stray. Right. We talked about that in the last series where I talked about uh, doing things according to the flesh as opposed to living according to the flesh. I said, everybody does things according to the flesh. Everybody has a moment where they do something and it's like, man, that that is outside of my character. Everybody has those moments. But but we got to be able to stand against the strategies of the devil. Why? Because we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. And so we need godly protection. This armor of God is going to protect us. From the wiles, as this te- as this text says in uh, the the new uh, the New King James version, against the wiles of the devil, the strategies of the devil, right? So this Bible tells us we need all of these pieces of armor, and I want to make sure that I make this statement too before I forget. It's in my mind right now. This Bible says, "Put on all of God's armor." The New King James version says, "The whole armor." Now, I want you to hear me. And again, we're going to take time. We're going to break this down as we go through. Y'all know how we do on Monday morning discipleship. I want you to hear me. Sometimes the devil is getting through on us because we didn't put on everything. You didn't put on all of it. You didn't put on the whole armor. And again, as as Paul goes through here, as this letter to the the church at Ephesus, he, he outlines what that armor is and what it does. And we'll talk, we'll talk about what it does as we go through. But, but sometimes we didn't put on everything. We didn't put everything on and we wonder, how did the devil get me? How did he find my soft spot? How did me, how did he find as we talk, as we often say my weakness, how did he find that? Did you put on the whole armor or did you just put on some of it? And then as we get ready to wrap this up today, I'm going to try to be out of here in 20, on, on 20 minutes today. Not only must you put on the armor, you got to know what it's for and you got to know what it does. So you can't just be putting stuff on without understanding how. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You can't just be putting on stuff and not know how knowing how to walk in it. Yeah, we struggle it nowadays because many of us are trying to put on things that we don't know how to walk in. 
Y'all reminded of that 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 battle the uh, between David and Goliath before David went up against Goliath. Saul had David put on his armor, but David took the armor off because he could not move properly in the armor. It was too big for him. And David says, "Listen, if I try to walk in something that's not tailored to me, I could mess around and die out here." No, I'm used to fighting big, ugly animals like Goliath with my slingshot and my bare hands. I'm more comfortable doing that. He says, my chances are better doing what I do and not walking in what Saul has. That was a free lesson right there. And so, again, you got to put on the whole armor. If you put on partial armor, you got partial protection. So this Bible says, put it all on. And then over and over and over again, I'll I'll pull out, I'll stop, I'll stop right here. I'll I'll pull up the stakes right here. I'll put the brakes on right here. Overall, this word keeps saying stand, stand, and even says withstand, stand, stand firm, standing, standing. We will be able to stand against the devil. Stand, stand firm, withstand. Gird and things like that. These are the words we're going to go over in the coming weeks. Uh, uh, and, and, and the Bible says that, that we ought to stand. Even James 4 and 7 says resist the devil and he will flee. It doesn't say run from him. It doesn't say chase him. It just says resist him. And there are different kinds of resistance, y'all. But all of it requires us to have the word of God. One more thing you need to consider. When we talk about all of these things that we have to put on in terms of the armor of God, you've got a weapon. All of these things that they're going to tell us to put on, we we touch on this a little bit deeper on next week, are for our protection. But we are given a weapon. Where is the weapon? It is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's what it says in the New Living Translation. The sword of the spirit. Actually, New King James says the same thing. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We do have a weapon to use against the devil. And this weapon, I want you to hear me good. And I promise it's my last point. This weapon isn't so that you could just go attacking willy nilly. Even in your defense, when the devil comes, you can use your weapon. I want you to understand what I'm saying here. This weapon isn't designed for us to run down the devil. We get this wrong. Some of us want to go after the devil. But even if you have a weapon in your hand, even as you have a weapon, it is there for self-defense. I'm not going to bother you, devil, if you don't bother me. But if you get too close to me, I will use my weapon not to attack you, but yet to fend you off. Many of us are overcome by the devil because we're not using the weapon. Again, don't go running with him. Don't go playing with fire. But when he comes up on you, use your weapon. And I'll say this. I'll say this. Your weapon isn't some clever mantra that you see on social media. Your weapon isn't some clever post that you see on social media. And trust and believe Reverend Jackson got some clever posts. Your weapon isn't all these other things against the devil. And I want you to understand this very clearly as well. 
because the church gets in trouble about this and people don't like us for doing these types of things. I'm not against motivational speech. I'm not against things that you share or things that you read that motivate you and encourage you. I am not against things that help you with your self-esteem and help build you up. I'm not against any of those things. But what I am saying to you is that if you want to get the devil off you, you're going to need the word. None of that stuff is any match for the devil. But if you want to get the devil off you, again, motivational speech and motivational quotes and things like that. Again, Reverend Jackson, I post them all the time because I want people to feel good. I want them to be encouraged. I want them to have a great day and have a great life. And I want them to go after the things that they're supposed to go after. So I will post motivational things to encourage people. But if you telling me the devil been after you, no, I don't have no motivational speech for you then. I got the word because the word is what's going to get the devil off you. So we're going to end it right there because I'm getting a little fired up right there. So we're going to end it right there because then I'll take you on the 30 minutes. So we're going to stop right there again. Putting on your armor. That's our new series. This is week one. Putting on your armor. So when we come into this next week, we're going to talk more about putting on that armor and what that armor really means. What is it? What would all these things that they're listing in here, what they represent, how they can be utilized in, in terms of our protection, what they're actually protecting. There's meaning behind all of this stuff. So we're going to walk through this. We're going to share some other scripture with you as well. So, so I'm excited about this new series, putting on your armor. I'm excited about this. So I hope you all will, will join us in the coming weeks um, as we talk about putting on your armor. Let me close out here. Um, let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org. If you would like to purchase any of our written works, go to the publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.org. Dot com. If you're enjoying this podcast, wherever you're listening to, if you have not done so already, subscribe to this podcast so that you can know when new episodes become available. I guarantee you'll be blessed by what we have to share and then sh uh, share it with somebody. If you believe somebody will benefit from this word, share it with somebody. We will definitely definitely appreciate you for doing so if you would like to support this ministry you can do so via paypal at paypal.me forward slash krj ministries or you can go right to the ministry's website and go to the donate page uh, krjministries.org forward slash donate any level of support that you give us would definitely be appreciated that's all the time that we've got for monday morning discipleship again i hope that you all enjoy what we uh, share it on today we're gonna kick off this new series and i'm gonna get really 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 deep into it on next week putting on your armor so i'm excited about what we've been sharing god bless you and god keep you is my prayer as always and we'll see y'all on next time be blessed